I was tonight. I was I was sitting this afternoon just reading. I want to read you something before I read the scriptures. A man was selling his house, and he put it in the hands of a realtor. He said he was tired of this old house and wanted to get rid of it. The agent said, "Tell me something about your house so I can run a good ad in the paper." The man told how many rooms it had, carpeted floors, good bathrooms, expensive shrubs in the yard, good fruit trees in the backyard, many other advantages the house had. When it was finished, the agent said, let me read it back to you and tell me how it sounds. He read the ad about the beautiful three-bedroom house with two baths. A good grass yard, fruit trees in the backyard, new roof, central heating and air condition, a remodeled two-car garage. He kept on reading until the owner stopped him. Wait a minute, wait a minute, stop. That house is not for sale. All my life I've been wanting a place like that, but I didn't realize I had one. <laughs> I thought about that, and I thought to myself, you know, that, that tells it all, doesn't it? Would you please, Psalms 103. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is with me, bless His holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all His benefits, who forgiveth all thy iniquities, who healeth all thy diseases, who redeemeth thy life from destruction, who crowneth thee with loving kindness and tender mercies, who satisfieth thy mouth with good things, so that thy youth is renewed like the eagles. The Lord executeth righteousness and judgment for all that are oppressed. He made known his ways unto Moses, his acts unto the children of Israel. The Lord is merciful and gracious, slow to anger and plenteous in mercy. He will not always chide, neither will he keep his anger forever. He had not dealt with us after our sins, nor rewarded us according to our iniquities. For as the heaven is high above the earth, so great is his mercy towards them that fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. Like as a father pities his children, so the Lord pities them that fear him. For he knoweth our frame, he remembereth that we are dust. As for man, his days are as grass, as a flower of the field, so he flourishes. For the wind passes over it, and it is gone, and the place thereof shall know it no more. But the mercy of the Lord is from everlasting to everlasting upon them that fear him, and his righteousness unto children's children. To such as keep his covenant, and to those that remember his commandments to do them. The Lord has prepared his throne in the heavens, and his kingdom ruleth over all. Bless the Lord, ye his angels that excel in strength, that do his commandments, hearken unto the voice of his word. Bless ye the Lord, all ye his hosts, ye ministers of his, that do his pleasure. Bless the Lord, all his works, in all places of his dominion. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Pray with me, would you please? Heavenly Father, in these next few moments, we would ask you, Lord, to bless each one here tonight. When we just take a few moments to think about how wonderfully you have blessed each one of us and took care of us. And we don't want to get to the place in our life 
that we don't give you the thanks for everything you do for us. And we are a thankful people. And dear God, we thank you so much for taking care of us. Bless your people, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Psalms 100 and verse 4 says, Enter into his gates with thanksgiving, and to his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him, and bless his name. I read that several years ago, and I said, Bless his name. How in the world can a little old human like me bless holy God's name? And I was studying, and I believe if we would do like that man that uh, still loved his old house and didn't want to sell it after he took stock in what he had and how God had blessed him, we'd be more thankful people than we really are. I, I wanted uh, to read you something from that uh, God's Word now, and I want you to pay attention very closely with me in Romans chapter 1. Turn over to Romans chapter 1 for just a minute, and I want you to listen very carefully as we begin to read in verse 21. Because that when they knew God, they glorify Him not as God, neither were thankful, but became vain in their imagination, and their foolish heart was darkened, professing themselves to be wise, they became fools, and changed the glory of the incorruptible God into an image made like the incorruptible man, and the birds, and four-footed beasts, and creeping things. Wherefore, God gave them up to uncleanness through the lust of their own hearts. Now, what I want you to see there, and you can go ahead and read the rest of the chapter yourself, you'll see how wicked men can become when they get to the place that they forget to be thankful to God for what He's done for them. Because He said in verse 22, all of this was caused by one thing, because they were not thankful to God for what they had done for Him. And I began to think about that. Now, this I do believe. No man will be thankful until he realizes where the things that he got came from. Now, James chapter 1 and verse 7 says, Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and coming down from the Father of lights, uh, with whom there is no reverence, neither shadow of turning. Uh, what we need today is to uh, realize everything we got came from Him. Now, just name it. Now, I don't have time tonight to name everything that God's given us, but I, somebody came up to me this morning and said, Preacher, well, you got a new suit? This is the oldest suit I got. And uh, But you know what? It's held up good. And I got home and I got looking in the mirror. I said, you know what? That's a pretty good looking suit. <laughs> but it's a gift of God. Amen. God gave it to me. I never will forget Brother Hutch just before he died. He took me to a, a store, a suit store, and he said, uh, he didn't tell me what he was going to do. He said, why don't you go look at some suits with me? And we went, and he bought me three suits, three shirts, three uh, ties, and a pair of shoes and socks and everything. And he just suited me out. And I thought to myself, you know what? God's good. Amen. And then you think about that for just a minute. Everything that you got... And you name it, God gave it to you. You didn't get it on your own. And I listen to these crazy people that stand in God's face and say, I deserve what I got. No, you don't. It's only by the grace of God you got anything. I've thought about this a many a time. I could be one of those paupers that I go by the street every once in a while out there with a card on the street begging for something to eat. I could be there. You could be there. 
if it wasn't for the grace of God. And you know, in this day we're living in, we're only one step away from that anyhow. And how thankful we ought to be of everything that God has given us. And by the way, everything I got, I have to stop and say, thank you, Lord, for it. You know what? I love my grandboys. I got, how many we got now? Whole house full. Six of them. But when they all come over the house, there's 28 of them now. They're growing. I mean, they're, they're blooming. Having babies every time I turn around. But there's one of them. How old is that one, Cheryl's little grandson? Two years old. And he was standing over there and he was doing this. And Cheryl said, Jason, what are you doing? He said, I'm thinking. <laughs> Two years old. Sitting there with his finger up I'm thinking. <laughs> you know what he did? He told his mima, I said, give me back my car, you're going to break it. <laughs> I sat around and I had more fun with them little grand boys and listening to them, just the talking and they so grown up this time. We didn't we didn't have that kind of sense when I was a little boy. I was out in the yard playing with marbles or something. But now they're so smart and I sit there and I marvel at them and I think, what joy I get out of just watching them and having my grandkids and I turn around and I have to say, thank you, Lord, for my boys. Amen. By the way, I got one girl. I don't know how she got in there, but I thank the Lord for that one. And God's so good. Amen. And, I, and everything that I got come from God. Now, if God lets us borrow the things that He has created, shouldn't we give Him thanks for it? You think about it. Nothing you got is yours. God loans it to you and just lets you use it. It all belongs to Him. Then we ought to thank Him for it. I thank God I'm not a tree. I thank God I'm not a, a rock or a dog or uh, on a porch or a snake in the grass or an animal of the field. How great it is to be a human being. Every time I think about it, thank God He has granted me life, just life itself. I just love to live. And I want to live as long as I can no more. I'm not going to let anybody steal my joy. I'm not going to do it. Hey, you come up and you start carrying on at me, uh, I'll listen to you, but when I get away, I'm going to turn my back and say, Pfft. You know what? I don't care. You, you ain't going to steal my joy, brother, because I, I appreciate just being alive. Listen to what Job said. Thou hast granted me life. I am yet alive. All has been taken from me. It would seem except life. But as long as I have life, I will worship God. It's giver. I will honor God as author. And I will bless God as uh, the sustainer. Thank God about that. God's granted me life. Amen. And I'm so thankful just to be alive as a human being and enjoy the things that a human being can enjoy. I read this one the other day. My father is rich in houses and lands. He holdeth the wrath of the world in his hands. He unifies and dismounts diamonds and silver and gold. His coffers are full. He has riches untold. A tent 
or a cottage. Why should I care? They're building palaces for me over there. Though exiled from home, yet still I will sing, Oh, glory to God, I'm a child of the King. Life is good, amen? Did you know that you couldn't go to heaven unless you're alive? You ever think about that? If you was never born, you're not even going to be able to enjoy heaven one day because you ain't going to be here. And I think about this all the time. Thank God I was born because now I'm going to heaven. And I'm going to enjoy for all eternity the things that God has given me. And I can give thanks for that. And how I thank God for just life itself. Amen. Did you ever read where what Jesus was thankful for? I was going through the Bible and I wrote down some things that Jesus uh, was gave thanks for. Number one, Jesus gave thanks for food in Mark chapter 6, verse 41. Uh, little uh, lambs he gave thanks for. I, little boy's lunch box. And he took a lunch box and multiplied it to food. He gave thanks for. You know, I, I don't understand people. Anybody that can sit down with a meal before them and eat without giving thanks, something wrong with them. But especially Christians. A Christian ought to sit, sit down. I was, me and my wife went out to eat the other night and I looked across the table from me over at another booth over there and there was a, a couple over there and they was buying their heads and praying and giving thanks. One out of about 20 or 30 rounders, close. But thank God I looked at that and I said, isn't that great? That they would take time and say, thank you Lord for the food on my table. Now listen, Jesus gave thanks for personal gifts. In John 12, verse 7, many anointed his feet, uh, Mary anointed his feet with costly ointment, and Jesus gave thanks for those personal gifts unto him. Do you know how many people give me and my wife things, and uh, I never, never do anybody give me anything that I don't get along by myself and say, thank you, Lord, for them that helped me. Amen? And they do. And I never forget to thank the Lord for it. It's His gift that come to me. Jesus gave thanks for friends. In John 15 and verse 15, Jesus calls us His friends. And He gives thanks for friends. Did you know there's nothing in the world like good friends? And we ought to thank God for uh, Every friend I got, I thank God for And I mean it. Jesus gave thanks for, to help, uh, for helpful service in Matthew 25. Just being able to serve. Jesus gave thanks to uh, for revealed truths. Do you ever stop when you're reading the Bible and all of a sudden you realize a truth in the Bible and you say, thank you, Lord, for revealing that to me? Amen? The Bible said we ought to do that. Jesus gave thanks uh, for answered prayer in John 11, verse 41. And every time I hear somebody uh, giving thanks... Uh, uh, <coughs> of testimony of answered prayer. I stop and thank God for answered prayer. Listen, Jesus gave thanks for the cross of Calvary. Well, shouldn't we? You think about it. Thank God for the cross of Calvary. Because without the cross and without the work that Jesus did on the cross, we'd have no salvation. And how I thank God every day. Now, if Jesus gave thanks for all these things, don't you think we ought to give thanks to God also for these things in our life? And that's just a few of them. 
We could go on all night long just mentioning things that God has blessed us with that we could stop and give thanks for. The other day I was in a place and this man got out his phone and he, he could do everything in the world on that phone. You know, I could ask him, well, I, I don't know what we were doing, but I needed to know something. And I asked him, and he, just a minute, he looked it up and told me what it was. Uh, brother, the big fella that used to come here to church, we was working on his truck one day and, and uh, he, we were trying to put something in his truck and we couldn't figure out how to do it. He said, that's okay, I'll get it on the phone. He called up the phone and they told us how to put that thing in the truck. And we sat right there with that thing on the phone. I said, that ain't nothing. I reached in my pocket and got mine out. Flip phone. Amen. I had all that stuff on there. Now, I don't know about you, but I thank God for my little old phone. I really do. I don't need the rest of that mess. I got a grandson for that. I call B if I want to know anything. I call B. And B, get, uh, B what time the Bucks playing tonight? Just a minute, Paul Paul. You look it up and call me back and tell me when to play. Uh, what, how, what was the score? Just a minute, Bobo. I keep him busy. Mrs. Hugo's my Rolodex. I ain't got a Rolodex. I call Mrs. Hugo, don't I? I said, tell me, Mrs. Hugo, am I on the right street? I've been lost a lot of time making a visit, and I call Mrs. Hugo. She gets on her computer and says, no, you got to turn here. you got to go tell me exactly where to go. Now, I thank God for Mrs. Hugo and hers, but I like my little phone. It's simple. Keep it simple. Amen. And I think I think of all the little things in life that I am so thankful for. And I don't want to get to the place I ever come to the place that I take these things for granted. Life's good, but life is short. And man, I'm thankful for everything God does for me. If Jesus gave thanks for the cross, then every believer ought to give thanks for salvation. Thank God salvation is free. If I had to be a rich man to be saved, I wouldn't be saved. And you think if I had to have a talent, a special talent of some kind, I couldn't have got saved because I don't have one. Uh, Barry was joking about uh, a jug blowing in a jug, but what made the music so good is they drank what was in the jug before they blew the jug. Amen. <laughs> Uh, I didn't mean to say that. That just came out. <laughs> That's the truth, buddy, up in West Florida. Uh, never mind. But I thank God for it, amen? <laughs> and I thank God for just good music. I really do. I thank God for salvation is eternal. Nobody can take my salvation away from me. John 3.16, I laugh at people who think they can lose their salvation. And I asked every one of them at teach and preach that you can lose your salvation. I said, the day that you can explain John 3.16 where you can lose your salvation, I'll believe it. You know what's in John 3.16? It makes me know that I have eternal life. For I give unto them eternal life. John 3.16, for God so loved the world that He gave us eternal life. How long is that? I don't know. Nobody's ever reached there yet. Amen. But I know one thing, it's longer me and you live, so I can't live, I can't lose my salvation because He gave me eternal life. Now I thank God for that. I thank God I got eternal life. I thank God for salvation that gives us entrance into heaven and in His presence. You think about 
Uh, when it comes time to die, buddy, there's one thing that everybody wants to do. Go to heaven. Go to, now, let me tell you something. Everybody's not going. And the entrance into heaven is the Lord Jesus Christ. And I thank God. I, I, I got the entrance. You think about that for just a minute. Thank God for His salvation guarantees us to see our loved ones uh, once again one of these days, according to First Second Corinthians five and verse eight. Absent from the body is present with the Lord. Amen. Yeah, well, wait a minute. My grandpa and grandma and all my loved ones that I know it's say is with the Lord. But I'm gonna see them in, and I'm gonna know them when I get out. I thank God for God's salvation. And I could go on all night just giving thanks. And I know you could too if you sit down and think about it. And you know how to keep from being having the mully grubs. It's like one time I had this man and woman come in my office and, and I was trying to talk to them about uh, keeping their marriage together. And boy, when they come in, they were griping about everything the other one's doing. It's always the other's fault, you know. It's never their fault. It's the other one's fault. And I told everybody, I'm going to tell you the same thing. It takes two to tango. I shouldn't have said that. But it does. You can't tango by yourself. And you can't have a marital problem by yourself. You've got one to help you with it. Amen. It's both of you's fault. And so I sat down with this man and woman, and they started arguing, fussing about it. It's his fault, and they talked to his. It's her fault, and they started carrying on. I said, wait a minute. I got me two legal pads. And two pencil pens. I said, I said, don't you sit right there on the couch? Don't you do this? List all, draw your line down through the middle of the page. List all the bad things that you can think about him. And I told her, list all the bad things you can think about her, and so on. And then on the other side of that line, now list all the good things that you can remember about the, each other. And you know what? They started writing this stuff down and not saying a word. So I told her, I said, just shut up now and write down and write these things down. And they started writing down. They looked over one another. And you know when you're sitting in the middle of a, a couple like that on the couch, when you feel the other reaching his arms running like that, get out of the way. Amen? Just get out of the way because God's done a wonderful thing. He's got them back together. And when they realized how much they were to be thankful for the things instead of all the bad things, they realized, hey, we got a pretty good marriage. Amen? Well, we need to work it out. And by the way, uh, you ask my wife, I'm perfect. I don't ever make a mistake. But uh, every once in a while she reminds me I needed to work on some things. You do too. Amen? But at the same time, Aren't you glad for the things that God gives you? Can't we be thankful for them? And notice what God said. The person that is not thankful for the things he's got, God will turn you over to a reprobate mind and your mind begins to wonder on crazy and perverted things. Romans chapter 1. So be thankful. And then you'll stay straight. And you'll be all right. And God will bless you. Stand with me, would you please? Heavenly Father, I couldn't even begin to write down 83 years on this earth, breathing your good air, just having a body that you gave me, and the pain that you've taken away, and Lord, just enjoying everyday life.
as you give it to me. I can't even begin to understand how good you are to me. But I'm so thankful you are. And every day I want to say thank you, Lord, for your goodness. And I want you to remind me of how good you are to me every day and that I might be thankful for you. Bless our people. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.